Hey queens, welcome to Captivation Radio, a podcast designed to help women go from mediocrity to queen status. I'm your host Fallon, aka the queen of captivation. I'm an intuitive business and branding coach and a wellness professional. Each week I'm going to talk about creating a life and business of your dreams. Tune in and learn how mixing the work with the woo will help you create a life that is truly fit for a queen. Hey queens, welcome back to another episode of Captivation Radio. So everywhere in the spiritual and even entrepreneurial community, there's talk about energy, keeping a high vibe, you know, but what does this all mean? Today, I'm going to talk about what energy is, how you can feel and interpret energy, how to protect your energy, and what you can do to raise your energy when it gets low. So what is energy? Energy is everything. Everything is energy. Every religion discusses some type of spirit, soul, or some kind of life force. Although it can be called by different names, The general consensus is that we are more than our physical bodies. There is something inside of everyone and everything that cannot be explained by science as we currently know it. And energy feels differently depending on positive and negative energy. Positive energy can feel like electricity, like the air before lightning strikes. And negative energy feels like a void or like a heavy weight. You know, you walk into a room, you can just feel that heavy weight on you because it's filled with people with negative energy. You can tell a person that has positive energy because they find the best in everything, they go with the flow, they treat themselves well, they forgive and move on easily, they avoid complaining, they build up others, and they wake up excited for the day. So basically, energy is this invisible life force that is inside of us. And it can range from like the lowest feeling when you just feel like you can't get out of bed, you don't have the energy to get dressed or do anything, to like the most positive, like chaotic positive energy when you're just bouncing off the walls with excitement. And then everywhere in between, there's different levels of energy. And everyone has an energetic field around them based on like how high their vibration is, is how positive or negative their energy feels. So let's talk about how can I feel and interpret energy? Because everyone has the ability to feel energy. And yes, I really said everyone. Some people are more sensitive to it than others because they've learned to trust the feelings they get. They continually work on growing this skill. Like any other skill, the ability to feel energy will get better with practice. And you see, I said it's a skill. It's not just something like, oh, you got it, you don't. It's a skill, so everybody has a spectrum of being able to interpret the energy. 
So the first step to really interpreting energy is to understand that what you see is not always going to be what you get. We all know people will lie about their emotions. Sometimes to mislead you, but many times because they don't feel comfortable sharing how they really feel or because they don't even really know how they feel. Like somebody, Sometimes you can't put it into words. Everyone is not in tune with their own emotions or energy. So if they're not in tune with them, they're not going to be able to explain them to you. So it's not always deceitful when people hide what their true emotions are. There's a lot that could be going on behind that. So once you understand that, you can't rely on people telling you how they feel. The next step is learning to tune into the energies of other people without letting your mind overpower the feelings that your body gets. So when you meet someone, ask yourself, how does this person make me feel? When I'm talking to them, do I feel energized or depleted? Because we all get feelings as soon as we meet people. You feel some type of way, whether good or bad. And sometimes we'll brush it off like, oh... I didn't get the best vibe from them, but I was having a bad day, so maybe I'm just projecting that, or um, we didn't talk long enough for me to really know. This is an instantaneous thing. It doesn't matter if you talk to them for five seconds or five hours. You can instantly feel somebody's energy. You just have to learn to not let your mind tell you that you're wrong about it, because we try to make everything logical. And everything isn't logical from the way that we understand things right now. A good way to feel people's energy is to look people in their eyes. So there's a special energy, I imagine it like invisible lasers, that come through people's eyes. This is why we can feel someone staring at us without looking like have you ever felt somebody staring at you from behind you and you turn around and they're really staring at you and when you can be all alone somewhere but you just know somebody is watching that's some kind of special energy so when you look someone in the eyes again acknowledge what your first feeling was are their eyes warm and welcoming or are they cold and blank are they happy Is there a hidden sadness behind them? Again, don't try to intellectually determine what their emotion is. Just listen to your instincts. And then what feelings are elicited when you touch this person? I mean, don't just touch people randomly to see what their energy is. But if you're in a normal situation where you're touching someone like shaking hands or hugging, how do you feel when this happens? Can you feel their heart, their warmth, their empathy, their acceptance? Because when we do these things, when we shake hands, hug someone, we can often feel energies that we cannot see. We can feel if people pull away. We can feel if people are lingering extra long because they need some of our energy. Or sometimes we can feel if people are hiding something. And then pay attention to tone of voice speed of speech, and volume. There is a lot, 
lots and lots that can be determined by how someone speaks. I can't even begin to get into it. There's like the whole intuitive feeling how someone speaks and then there's a whole science behind it like that the FBI does. So it's all super interesting, but I could go on about it for like hours. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to touch on some little key points you can look for. And this does become, this is an area where it becomes easier to read people's energy when we know someone really well, because we know how they normally speak and we can tell if their tone changes. When you first meet someone, you might not notice that their tone is different if you've never heard them speak before, but there are other things that you can hear. For example, a quiet, shaky voice may mean someone is feeling insecure just as an overly loud voice can indicate insecurity and the need to be center of attention. And when people are really happy, their voice will be a little faster than why they're sad, when they are sad. And then a rate of speech can also be increased when people are really anxious. Some people talk a lot when they're anxious. They just talk and talk and talk. Some people shut down and don't talk at all. That's why... A lot of times it's easier to tell when you really know people for the speech part. But again, the important thing to do is to listen to what your intuition is telling you. You will naturally pick up on changes of tone or rate of speech that can indicate deception or change of attitude. If you ever notice somebody that just like talks really fast, talks over you, doesn't let you say a lot, they're usually up to something. So pay attention. And not everyone will have the same changes in voice. For example, we generally associate people yelling with them being angry. However, some people, like me, get quieter when they are mad. So that's going to depend on the person. But you should be able to feel the change in the attitude regardless. And then in the future, you'll know, like, oh, that's what that means. Even the way people laugh can tell a lot about their energy. Have you ever noticed that some people only slightly laugh? Like they're scared to really let their whole laugh out for whatever reason. And then others will exaggerate their laugh, which makes me think of this annoying lady at the comedy club a few weeks ago. She was just laughing like, you know, it's not how she really laughs, but she wanted attention. So obnoxious. And you'll start to notice those things. I, from the way the lady laughed, I already had a picture of her in my mind. And when I turned around, she looked just like I imagined her just from her fake laughter. So that's things that you can start to learn as you practice this. Pay attention to anything that does not feel natural and ask yourself what energy do you think is being hidden behind the fake laughter? Like if people are only letting out a little laugh, Are they nervous to like be really happy or are they just like self-conscious of their laugh from when they were younger or, you know, there can be all kinds of reasons, but just pay attention and make note. And then the last one I'm going to talk about, again, this one goes super deep, but we're just going to touch on it today. And that's a reading people's aura. So your aura is the magnetic field around a person. That's that energetic field that you can see. And everyone can learn to do it. It is hard. 
I'm not going to teach you how today, but people can learn how to do it. You just have to practice and then you can use this to interpret people's energy. So generally auras are like red, yellow, orange, blue, and green. And then these colors can be like one color. Like most people have a mix of colors in their aura and they can be more dull or more intense. They can add like silver and gold metallic tones. And then when people are really sad, like it can get less vibrant. It can get more gray or black if they have really, really low energy. So if you're interested in learning more about that, let me know. Maybe we'll work on that. And then how do I know if someone's a good energetic match for me? Because the best relationships, and that could be platonic, romantic, or business relationships, the best ones are between people who are a good energetic match. So here are some signs that you and someone else are a good energetic match. You don't try to dim your light when you're around them. You have mutual respect. There are zero judgments. You have open communication. Positive energy flows from you to them and from them to you. You leave feeling energized from encounters with them. You both grow from the relationship and you both bring out the best in each other. Whenever two people are having a positive energy and they both are like on the same vibration, you can tell because every time they're together, like it amplifies and things just get better. Like if I hang out with some of my friends and we start talking about stuff and doing stuff, it just makes everything in my life flow easier. It's super magical when you have friends like that. So now, how can I protect my energy? Because there is no way to completely avoid everyone who has negative energy. So we have to learn the ways to deal with this energy and not let it affect us. So I'm going to tell you some simple ways to protect your energy. Meditate before you leave the house so you can feel connected to your own energy. If meditation is not your jam, do what you need to do to tune into your own vibration and be able to recognize that. That's going to be different for everybody what they need to do, but feel into your own energy. And then ground yourself. So I like to do this by walking outside barefoot and you imagine roots coming from your feet into the earth. And that's very grounding. I know there isn't, this isn't a great option in the winter in Wisconsin. <laughs> then you have to find other methods like planting things or still trying to get outside if you can, if it's not 20 below and 82 inches of snow, anything like that. There's some different ways that you can ground when it's cold out too. And then when you're around, let's say you're in a huge group of people, like at a restaurant or a bar or something or a party, you're around a lot of people and you just keep feeling this negative energy and you think you know who it is because we usually know like, oh yeah, Susie over there, she's giving me all the bad vibes. Try moving 20 feet away from her and see if the feelings decrease. 
if you can't move away from her, like if this is a meeting and you're stuck sitting next to Susie and she's just like radiating negative energy, what you can do is focus on your own breath and let your breath call in positive energy and exhale negative energy. The more you focus on your own energy, the more you can avoid other people's. And you can also wear or carry gemstones that clear negative energy, like quartz or selenite. And I know gemstones all have like meanings and energies attached to them. But for some people, different ones are going to work differently. So experiment and see what helps you when you're out doing things. Like for me, I like to wear amethyst. That's one of my favorite ones to wear. That helps my energy stay positive and clear of other people's. So just find out what works for you. And another thing to do is visualize protection all around you. So for me, this looks like a giant ball of light that surrounds me everywhere I go. You start with a little ball of light in your hands and you imagine it getting bigger and bigger until it surrounds you. And you can make it bigger or smaller as you go out throughout the day, depending on how much protection you need. And then other people, this looks like like an animal circling them, like a jaguar or panther or something circling them and ensuring that no one else enters their energetic field. So whatever protection looks like for you, you can make that happen in your mind and it really works. And then this is a big one for everything in life is set boundaries. You have to learn to say no to things that would be too draining for you. Like if you know a situation is going to be filled with negative people, you don't want to do it, and you're stressed out thinking about doing it, even thinking about doing it is draining your energy, say no. You don't even have to explain yourself, just say no. No, can't do it. Sorry, not sorry. Not coming. That's okay. Sometimes you got to do that. And then if you feel like negative energy has already affected you, because sometimes it seeps in when we're trying to do other things. It happens to the best of us. I want you, if you're feeling some kind of negative emotion, the first thing you should always ask yourself is, is this emotion mine or is it someone else's? If it's yours, then you got to process it and work through it. But if it's somebody else's, then you need to get rid of it. So you can do things like a return to sender spell, which is simply saying return to sender three times. And then call your own energy back. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I did a video about this before. So my mantra is, I call all of my energy back to me. I call all of my power back to me. I call all of my magic back to me. And I start by saying it three times, but I will say it as many times as I feel like I need to in order for it to work. If I have to say it for 20 minutes the entire time I get ready in the morning before I feel my power coming back, I will. And I've gotten some criticism on social media about this because apparently people don't believe that people can take your energy without your permission. But I fully believe that there are energy vampires that will suck your energy from you any freaking chance they get. 
And I think the person arguing with me about this on social media probably is one of those people. So that's just to say some people don't believe in energy. I do. And this mantra works for me. And it's funny because sometimes when you do this, what will happen is somebody that's been taking your energy from you will feel that it's gone and they will call you. They will message you. All of a sudden, somebody you haven't been talking to just reaches out to you and you know it's because they noticed their energy is lower. They might not even know that they're trying to get it from you, but they do because people that have a high vibration tend to attract people with a lower vibration that need some of their energy or want some of their energy. So that's why you should always be shielding, wearing your gemstones, being careful about who you let in your space and in your life. And then the last thing to do is detox in water. So you can take a shower or a bath and feel the negative energy being washed away. You can also do this by swimming. Some People will say like swim in the river, swim in the lake, depending on your culture and what you like to do. There's different ways to um, cleanse yourself in water. And you can always do different kinds of smoke cleansing too. If you don't have like a middle of the day, you don't have time to take a shower. You can do smoke cleansing, whatever that looks like for you and just get that negative energy away. So how can I change my energy? Because we all feel negative sometimes. No one can possibly be positive and upbeat every minute of every day. And if they try to tell you that they are, they're clearly denying some of their emotions. We don't all have just nothing but positive emotions. It's not possible. Somebody's going to cut you off in traffic. Something is going to happen. Always. There's always going to be something happening. So... The important thing is to not dwell in this state long-term. Although we don't have control over outside events, we do have control over how long and they let, we let them affect us. To what extent and for how long. And then we all have to develop strategies to help change our energy when it is falling into the negative side of the spectrum. And I talked about this before on being high vibe. Um, It might mean listening to some upbeat music, doing a workout, dancing, getting outside for a walk, talking to somebody that always makes you feel happier, like watching a comedy, whatever it takes to get you like laughing and smiling and in a different mindset is really important. And that's going to be different for everybody. So you have to develop strategies that work best for you. All right. I love you guys. That's all I've got for you today. So we'll get back here next week and talk about some different things that block us on our spiritual journey. All right. I love y'all. Bye.